Welcome to Music is my Medicine podcast. Today's guest is an extremely talented singer and songwriter born in Prague. After relocating to London, she formed her own music band and hasn't stopped creating songs since. Her music is a blend of rock, pop and electronic sound, which she mixes with her beautiful and silky voice. Today, she's joined us to share her story. Myla, welcome to the show. Hi. Amazing. Hi, hi Mela. I will call you Michaela. Yes, um, yes. If that's all right, because it's your real name. Mm-hmm. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I mean, it's been quite intense these last few days because I'm just finishing my master's mm. degree in songwriting and production. And so I'm literally like, I have like a deadline in two weeks. Wow. So all is happening at the same time. I'm moving to a different flat as well. Oh gosh. So it's a bit <laughs> woo. But yeah. The usual. Fine. Everything is happening at once. Exactly. Literally. Yeah. Gosh, gosh. So tell me more about your uh, master's degree. So I'm sitting at Talyard mm-hmm. and they've got a course called Commercial Songwriting and Production. Mm. And basically because uh, I'm a songwriter, but I'm also doing a bit of production mm-hmm. and therefore I wanted to get better at it. So before I studied at BIM and that's where I did my songwriting degree and bachelor's degree. And then I was like, okay, I still want to continue and I want to just get better at production specifically. Mm-hmm. And Talyard is a great like place where you can network with people and there's a lot of like people from the industry and stuff. So I decided to go there and yeah, so far it's been great. Like I met amazing people, got to do a lot of songwriting camps Mm -hmm. that are like life-changing really. And um, yeah, but now it's all over and a lot of it went over because of the quarantine and it's annoying, but yeah. Oh gosh, gosh. (laughs) But I'm sure you'll be fine with your masters. Like uh, judging from your music and the quality of your what you're creating I'm 100% sure you'll be absolutely <laughs> fine I um, so can you tell us how your journey with music started mm-hmm. back in Czech Republic so from a very very young age I loved singing so when I was I don't know I think eight I got um, invited to like this choir at school mm-hmm. which was amazing I, I sang there until I was 18 um my dad is a musician he's a jazz uh, musician he mm. plays the double bass nice. and like he, i think he influenced me in that way because he would play l- music a lot he wouldn't really be that kind of father who would be like okay you know you have to write a song next week show me like he wouldn't really push me mm-hmm. but he just encouraged music a lot in the mm-hmm. house and mm-hmm. encouraged me always to write my own music just always telling me like uh, if you want to do music you should write mm-hmm. your own stuff so from a very young age I just felt free to experiment you know and I would just like yeah. write things on the piano and stuff like that mm-hmm. was but it I, jazz music sorry or? no I was never doing jazz actually oh, never wow. <laughs> I love jazz because it's very part of me because I've grew up a lot, a lot of Miles Davis especially mm. but then I just I, I couldn't do it like for me I was more into the pop I guess it was more alternative mm-hmm. pop I guess because I, I grew up on a lot of like Bjork, Sting, Phil Collins, Peter mm. Gabriel that kind of thing yeah yeah I can and actually yeah. hear like some some of that inspiration in your music yeah. now it makes sense right yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. um uh, so when did you move to London so I was 20 so that's four years ago and it was basically after I've done after I finished my school in Prague I did one year of English literature mm-hmm. at uni 
because I, I just love like books and things like that mm -hmm. but then I realized like fuck I really don't want to just study literature I just want to <laughs> do music so I got to a point where um, I met a guy who also did the same course with me at that university and uh -huh. he said he's going to BIM mm. and uh, I was like okay I want to do that too and it was literally like one day I just went to a cafe I was studying for like an English literature exam Mm -hmm. And I was like, I can't do this. I just want to do music. And I was like, no, like no more. Like maybe <laughs> I'm moving to London. Like, nice, yeah. nice. So how do you find London? I love London. I think it's uh, there's so many. I know there's like a sense of freedom, especially mm -hmm. coming from like an Eastern European country where yeah. everything feels very restricted there and limited. There's some kind of limitation. Yeah, yeah. I, here, I, I can understand that. Yeah, being yeah. Polish. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So here there's a lot of freedom. There's I love cultural diversity. I love the fact that people are from different cultures. Like for me, that's very going. I mean, also growing up in an international school, I feel that's very close to me. And just generally, I don't know, there's just more more free and you can be more yourself. I feel like it's more accepted mm. socially to just do what you want. Yeah, I yeah. think I think like uh, big cities in the world, like definitely London, probably New York, LA, they do have that welcoming vibe that you yeah. can be yourself. Exactly. Uh, because everyone is in a way different, usually not from the place where you live. They, exactly. they came from elsewhere. Uh, so that makes it easier. You can become whoever you choose to be. Yeah. Got to ignore the swirling Jealousy pokes my eyes like a game of deck I swallow it inside, it burns like gin It's got the same kind of feeling from within a solo artist yes, project yes exactly it's basically like my name so my name is mm -hmm. Michaela and I just wanted to give myself a different name because Michaela is very common in Chicapole. I don't know if it's very common here and I was like okay I want to sound a bit different but I just literally put yeah like broken down the name and took out a few letters and and Myla happened yeah great and how do you find being a, being a solo artist because um uh, i speak to quite uh, a lot of musicians and usually what i hear is that the moment when you choose to go solo uh can be quite scary mm. because you put yourself forward it's like it's easier to be in a band you can hide yourself in the moments when you don't feel 100 yeah. percent um secure and and confident so yeah. how do you find solo career I think that f for me it's actually easier but in the sense that I have the full control mm -hmm. over what I want to do and I think that that's something I just need mm -hmm. and I think that it's actually more tricky to be in a band because there's much more opinions and and things negotiations and going on yeah <laughs> all the time and I feel like if you just know then you just know like mm. I don't know always but you know there's just a sense of 
stability that I can mm-hmm. trust myself. So in a way, I feel stronger if I'm alone. Mm-hmm. But obviously, I'm not alone. Like I have amazing people around me who help me. Like I can't do everything alone. But as a performer and as like a, being viewed as an artist, I prefer leading it myself in that way. Mm. I hope that makes sense. It makes total sense okay. to me. <laughs> I admire your your courage as well because you are very very young mm. and. Um, um, I don't know, like, uh, if I look at myself being 24, uh, I probably didn't have guts at the time to do my own thing. Uh, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it's, yeah, you know, so it, fair play to, to you. Like, you're doing amazing. Thank you. I don't see it like that as well, because, you know, there's so many things as well that I struggle with. And it's just, this is one of the things that, like, the only thing, I think it's also because my parents, they were both kind of entrepreneurial. Ter- mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly they like made a career out of nothing both of them and mm-hmm. i think they really inspired me through this because like, mm-hmm. they were able to like do their own thing and just create something out of nothing and that's what always inspired me and they gave me the freedom mm. to choose whatever i want to do like they never limited me they just said if you want to be a singer be a singer if you want to be this like it doesn't matter as long as you do it 100 so yeah. i think it comes from that Yeah, that's that's amazing that you have uh, such supportive parents. Did they support your decision of moving to London? Yeah, they did. Like, I mean, I think my dad was more soft about it than my mom. Because <laughs> my mom, she really loves traveling. And she also, she put me in an English school when I was young. So she always kind of felt that that should be where I go. Mm-hmm. Um, but my dad, I think he likes it. But I think he's a bit more sad that I'm not at home. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, like well... Yeah, uh, I suppose it's never easy to let the child go, right? Um, But you go and see them quite often, maybe not during the lockdown, but um, yeah, yeah, it's um, uh, probably, I mean, they must be so proud of you. Mm -hmm. So they definitely make them happy (laughs) in that way. So yeah. yeah. Um, So uh, can you tell me about your creative process Mm -hmm. uh, when you write a song? Mm -hmm. So it depends like who I'm writing with, because lately I've been writing a lot with producers as well, like songwriters. So it really depends. But if I'm alone, I usually, um, it really, yeah, I guess I like to, for example, when I hear a beat, I Mm -hmm. love rhythm. So for example, if I, if I create a beat or if I get one from Splice, which is like a sound library and you just take a beat that you're looking for and you put it in your session and you just jam to it or just like trying different chords on the guitar and like seeing Mm -hmm. what I feel like I like to do it a lot based on the feeling Mm -hmm. obviously it's not always the thing because I want to be you know professional songwriter whatever so I know that I have to push myself even though I sometimes don't really really don't want to write like that happens as well Mm -hmm. it's not always like oh I'm so inspired today I'm gonna write so many things it's sometimes it's literally I really don't want to write today that's the last thing I want to (laughs) do but I push myself and then it it works you know sometimes it doesn't sometimes I get maybe just like a verse like mm-hmm. few lyrics and then I don't use it I hate it and then like two weeks later I'm like oh that actually works this new idea works with what I did two weeks ago mm-hmm. so it really depends and then I have obviously writing sessions with people and that's that can be like amazing it can be like an absolute like cathartic process as well because mm-hmm. you're with someone in the room and you meet up and maybe you have like a little chat before coffee and And then, for example, if it's a instrumentalist, like a guitar player, he would lay down a chord or, you know, piano player, whatever. And then you would feel it and you would just be like, oh, yeah, no, no. And then it, something happens and it's so magical. So, like, it really depends. 
Mm, yeah. yeah yeah so when you have say a day where you don't feel like writing but you still still do that yeah so <laughs> what's like how how do you make it happen <laughs> yeah oh my god there's so many things I mean I usually just tell myself I have to I love to do timers I think that helps me a lot like have maybe an hour mm -hmm. to just time myself and just be like okay it's just one hour Michaela it's not the end of the world just <laughs> one hour of your life do it and then I just try you know just to jam something because if every every time something comes out even mm. if it's not great at least you've done it and you kind of you're just mm -hmm. practicing every time you do yeah. it right or I mean I love films films is like a thing that is mm -hmm. my like biggest inspiration mm -hmm. it's like what I'd love to do I would love to work in sync more mm -hmm. so films I would put on a film and I would just get inspired by it or mm. listen to music that inspires me or yeah mm. um so uh what kind of what, what are your favorite films oh my god there's so many I love like artsy films like David Lynch Stanley Kubrick that whole oh genre gosh. of weird they, things they used to be my favorite back really? in the dark times yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it happened that I, I I directed a film that was like a sort of neo-noir really that's amazing <laughs> yeah, yeah wow. but it was a long time ago and um, yeah I'm not a proper filmmaker or director or anything like that but it was a great experience yeah. and uh, yeah that was that darkness used to really oh, appear to me. <laughs> me too. Me too. And it's funny how you're saying that it used to because I feel like I'm a bit like in that process now that mm -hmm. like I'm going a bit less from the dark. Mm -hmm. Like I'm starting to find much more charisma in things that are not so dark actually and mm -hmm. feeling sometimes that the darkness might be a bit pretentious mm -hmm. or because I feel so fucked up about my things that are going on in my personal life that I just don't want to be like mm -hmm. traumatized by another dark film. But then it depends. Like, for example, yesterday I saw Suspiria for the first time. Mm -hmm. Amazed. Did you see Suspiria? I, I haven't seen it. No. Oh, my God. It's amazing. I need to check. And Tom York did the soundtrack from mm -hmm. Radiohead. So it's crazy great. But yeah, I mean, I love. I also love like chick flicks, you know, like mm -hmm. Netflix kind of yep, things. Yep, like yep. very nor like sabrina like the, the last ep that i've released mm -hmm. spells was completely inspired by sabrina like oh, i wrote right. all the songs about her right yeah. <laughs> yeah i i love i love spells so it's yeah, that now it's you. like everything makes sense when you explain how, oh. where, where the inspiration is coming okay. from so okay so tell me more a little bit uh, more about your dark inspiration so okay you said do do you um do you find it sort of like a um, an artistic, say, relief? Because uh, I would share with you like my my personal experience back yeah. in the time when I when I loved like dark films. Yeah. Uh, so the there were lots of thoughts like I was trying to figure out in my head and mm -hmm. like feelings that I couldn't really explain. Uh, bit of traumas going on, and um, uh, I I at the time I didn't feel like I was I was fitting in the society. There yeah. was something wrong with me, perhaps. Yes. <laughs> and then and then I was just watching the films and I, I could like relate to them in a way yes. to the dark side of me. <laughs> exactly. And then and then I and I, that basically inspired me. That was that the, the dark, mm -hmm. uh, the darkness, not really because I was still, you know, smiling. I was still a positive person, but uh, that I was letting the darkness go through mm -hmm. my creativity. How is it for you now? I totally get what you're saying. I had it basically mm -hmm. like this, like. I'm also a very positive person, actually, but um, I think that because growing up, also obviously in Czech Republic, it's a place that uh, there's no communism anymore, but 
there has therefore that kind of repressed anger you mm. could see it feel it passed on to generations and i can see it in my parents and you know mm. there's been some things at home that have been quite difficult for me growing up and just tensions between like the relationships in my family that just mm -hmm. there was a lot of things that i had to i think deal with quite early on that maybe mm -hmm. a lot of my friends didn't have to mm -hmm. and therefore already that gave me in a different perspective because i always felt a bit like maybe that i couldn't open up myself that much or mm -hmm when i went to high school like i hated high school that's why I, that's why i totally sympathize with chick flicks because i mm -hmm. really felt always like i loved music and i would do music and a lot of my friends would mm -hmm. start partying really early on but mm -hmm. i couldn't because i just i don't know i was really f afraid of it so i'd rather just mm -hmm. like write but mm -hmm. then that made me like an outsider very fast right. you know because i didn't want to take part of like all these things so exactly as you said when i would say like david lynch's films like when i would see like mm -hmm. twin peaks and i would see like these weird mm. things happen i would be like yes like finally <laughs> someone understands me like i'm suddenly in this world like and i'm not alone and like these weird mm. things that happen it's fine that they're happening and they're actually cool because not everyone understands that you know and that's why i thought a bit sometimes now that it's maybe a bit pretentious or a bit mm. like that i was a bit too young maybe to feel that way but mm. i still have that tendency like whenever i see something that's just a bit dark it makes me feel um i guess that i'm intrigued by it as well like mm -hmm. there's a sense of freedom and a sense of um like i don't know uh confidence a bit of risk to do something that's weird and dark because yeah. it falls out of the norm so i will always admire it a little bit because it makes me feel stronger about myself as well and just about yeah it gives me like hope that there's like this sense of creativity where people are just being themselves and expressing themselves freely without being like mainstreamed or ba yeah you know i don't yeah, know 100 yeah no it, it makes total sense to me because you know um uh we all no matter how happy or sad we are in our lives mm. we do feel um different to some extent yeah because uh there is nobody like you in this world yeah. uh, and there are two ways of looking at it if you still have to accept the way you are how you think um then you may you may have a little bit of that insecurity yeah. that creates that fear mm -hmm. and um you know and then it, it may feel a little bit dark because you yeah. just feel like there is you versus everybody yeah and exactly. everybody's happy <laughs> everyone has a smiling face yeah. on and and you are the only one experiencing all of mm -hmm. that but Actually, what, what I personally realized is like everyone has that insecurity in themselves. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's a common it's thing. Yes. So, and the world is actually very beautiful because yeah. we are different. It would be so boring if exactly. everyone was, was exactly the same. For me personally, like all that dark inspiration just started like brightening up. Uh -huh. And I'm like nowadays I'm all about positivity. Yeah. So gradually it helped me to first in first place, uh, slowly, slowly accept myself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, uh, then uh, reach out to other people because that gave me that courage like, hey, I'm here you here we are all different but that's fine that's yeah. absolutely fine but at the same time uh you know the the dark side is always there it always exists it's unrealistic to expect from your life to be like 100 every single day happy yeah uh you know things happen but, but what's what can change is the reaction to that and uh, i think yeah it, it is it, it feels it feels good it feels really 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 positive yeah but i think i'm going through what exactly what you're saying like that things are starting to lighten up these days and i'm starting to 
see it like you said, like that actually I've realized, I, I've, I've, I've identified that a lot of the dark is does come from insecurities. Mm. And it does come from a little bit of ego as well, which mm. I feel like growing up, I'm getting rid of slowly more and more. Mm-hmm. And so that's why like the dark stuff, it's still going to be part of me and I'm happy because it's just the way it is. But then at the same time, I feel like, I'm not using that as my main fuel anymore. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm lightening up mm-hmm. more and more every like year, every experience. And also I feel like, yeah, just like with even writing songs, writing happier songs or writing more positive songs is actually more difficult mm-hmm. and it's more of a challenge. So I'm starting to feel like that's a, like a different way of the craft, you know, because you're trying mm-hmm. to, you're trying to, put that aside like that childish kind of oh i'm so dark Mm -hmm. into something like fuck let's just write a good song and let's just try to create a good happy song because it's even stronger like changing Mm -hmm. that darkness into something brighter Mm. it's more mature and i feel like it's more i don't know it's just my face now (laughs) i don't know the light falls down smashes on you say that music is your medicine yeah a hundred percent yeah like really it's it's just the thing that feel makes me feel more alive as well mm-hmm. and sometimes yeah music is just a process that I have to write and I don't feel anything necessarily just to write but then most of the time it really comes from some place and mm-hmm. when I was young for example and you know parents would be arguing or something I remember one of the songs that I wrote was just that I just closed myself in my room and like I I heard like all those things all those words all those like you know arguments mm-hmm. flying around the house and I would just go into my room and I would start strumming a chord and I just I wrote a song and I felt so relieved after writing it mm-hmm. like I felt like nothing can touch me like for at least like 30 minutes you know then you it disappears but mm. for that moment it's just like it's such It really is medicine. And it's also with relationships. You know, when I fancied a guy, I would like, Mm -hmm. I would just want to be closer to him. So I would, I would do that by just writing a song and I would feel like I could tell him everything. If I had like the guts to tell him, Mm -hmm. I said it like to myself with the song. And when I wrote it, I felt such a relief. Like, okay, like I'm Mm -hmm. over it now. Like, whew Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Such a medicine really. (laughs) Oh, that's great. And uh, can listening to music via medicine as well for oh you? yes that's mm-hmm. the same like literally like it's it's the same and it doesn't even have to be that the song has specific lyrics to me I, i'm not so much about lyrics actually like i love lyrics but i think i get more attached to the music and i think that comes from my roots mm-hmm. of my dad playing jazz because jazz usually doesn't have or the music that he the jazz that he played was usually instrumental mm-hmm. so i would always i think that And also Sting, I don't know if you know much about Sting's music, mm-hmm. but it's also like there's a lot of instrumental parts. And yeah. for me, instrumental is sometimes even more important than the lyrics because I feel like instruments and the mood of the music can 
I don't know, like channel a feeling sometimes even more than words because sometimes words are too specific to me. Mm. Sometimes they're about a specific thing and it puts me off. I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't, no, no, no. I wasn't there at that time. I wasn't, no, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. But mm-hmm. then the music can tell for me even more stories mm. than the words. So sometimes I prefer if I really feel shit or something to listen to music that's either more instrumental, mm-hmm. like electronic music um, or just music that's more experimental alternative that has mm-hmm. more instrumental passages than like a pop song yeah yeah but i love pop as well a lot so it's just <laughs> so what yeah. kind of, what pop artists do you listen to oh my god okay i love uh charlie puth i think uh-huh. he's a genius i love dua lipa uh-huh. i love zara larson i love like abba that's my biggest yeah. version but like from today it's Oh man, there's so many. Like I love the chart music as well. It's just a different mm-hmm. type of emotion and I that's yeah. I think that's one thing that I am working on a lot because I love a lot of different types of music. Mm-hmm. And I want to make a lot of different types of music and mm-hmm. There's a lot of pressure, I think, sometimes, you know, in the industry where you have to have one sound and you have to have a specific. And I think I do have one type of sound when I do my own thing. Mm-hmm. But I also love writing pop songs. That's why I love songwriting sessions. That's why I love mm. collaborating with producers. Because mm-hmm. it's just like when you wake up and you, you're, you know, you have a day f- ahead of you, you're not always in one mood. Like mm-hmm. sometimes you want to party. Sometimes you want to relax. Sometimes yeah. you want to. So I, I feel like I want to do a lot of different types of music. Mm-hmm. because they express different things and they help me as well to feel different things so yeah i just want to pass that on i guess like yeah yeah that yeah. makes total sense to me uh i i have my playlist for obviously yeah. i don't make music <laughs> yeah. uh, but i get inspired by yeah, amazing people like you and listening to you know different different kinds of songs that they will uh, suit the the way i feel at the moment yeah. so um it, so how do you see yourself in like 10 years who would you like to be or become yeah um okay well i mean i would love to be able to actually have a career in music and mainly in sync mm-hmm. i would love to be able to get uh, like songs on uh, tv shows or films mm-hmm. i think that's my biggest mm. thing that i'd love to achieve um and i don't know i just want to be i guess a little bit more grounded as a person i mean i think i'll always be a bit blah, 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 all over the place mm-hmm. but um I think it's starting to matter to me now to be the best person I can be and kind of accepting myself for who I am. Mm -hmm. And I think that's also important to me just as well as my career or whatever. Mm -hmm. And yeah, just to be able to like really do music. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it, you'll be absolutely fine <laughs> with all the talent and creativity that you have. And you do, uh, you know, have. Um uh, a very very good process because you are very hardworking, systematic. So what yeah. is next? So I'm releasing a few more songs. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm releasing one song in uh, September at the end Amazing. of September. I'm so excited about that. And then another one the month after, mm-hmm. and then another one the month after. And I just want to re- keep releasing until I don't know if this is will all work out okay, but <laughs> definitely these three songs that I know are going to be released, and then mm-hmm. I'll see after the new year if I. W- if I'm going to release again or if I just want to take a bit of time to write again and mm-hmm. release maybe later in the year. Mm. But yeah, I also changed my whole perception about releasing because before I was very like precious about releasing. Like, oh my God, I can only release this song when it's this perfect. But then mm-hmm. I realized like because of that, I I uh, stopped releasing a lot of good songs that I had, but I just didn't know how to release it at the time because I kept thinking there will be a perfect moment. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like... I don't want to think about that. I just want to release because I also think that 
keeping songs is also quite like egoistic it's like music isn't just for me like mm-hmm. it's not just for me to feel good about myself it's mm-hmm. for the people it's for everyone like yeah. a song is everyone's song because it can mean something to someone else mm-hmm. you know and i just yeah. felt like i don't want to be like hurdling all this material and if you know if i find out that it wasn't the best thing to do then i just learn like yeah. what's the worst that can happen i just yeah. learn and i do some you know there's yeah. nothing worse that can happen so that's why i changed my mindset and now i want to just keep releasing that's a, a absolutely yeah. a great approach like yeah, I, yeah. I i can relate to that trust me yeah <laughs> there's so many projects i was holding 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 yeah. even this podcast for for yeah. like a quite a while i was like uh am i ready uh it's not perfect i was just you know what i'm just gonna do that yeah and it's amazing that you did uh yeah and thank you and uh you know myla you are doing amazing uh you have all the right tools the the right work ethic mm. uh creativity um inspiration emotions uh being connected with yourself you've got it all uh so i i just literally see it in the next few years you becoming like really who you want to be uh trust me you are you you are on the on the right path thank you um and yeah i'm i'm also hoping to see you soon performing somewhere i know oh, yeah. with the lockdown it's a little yeah. bit everything's a little bit on hold yeah but once the things hopefully come back to normal yeah. uh i'd definitely be there on your first yeah. gig i'd <laughs> love that for sure yeah so myla michaela thank you so much for coming thank it was you such a pleasure talking to you Same. uh and yeah uh, i will look out for the new song <laughs> thank you so much for this really i really enjoyed it thank you <laughs> lovely thank you <laughs>